This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. And welcome everyone to episode 20, yes, the big 2-0 of the five-star match game. I'm your humble host, Joe Gagne. Fans of the show know we like to do time-appropriate shows, so in January we do the Royal Rumble, Starcade in December. When I said we do a show in February, I thought, well, what do you think of with wrestling in February? And I personally think of uh, Super Brawl and Elimination Chambers, but the public said, no, we do not want that. We want no way out. So I am a man of the people, if nothing else. I listened uh, – today's show is about two topics because one – either one on their own, not quite enough for their own show. But put them together, we have a little biathlon. We have Super Brawl and the first 10 WWF February pay-per-views. That's a bit of a thorny topic, but I think we can all figure it out. That's all anyone remembers anyway. And what a panel of contestants we have tonight. Up first, my old friend, a man who has done seemingly dozens of projects in the sport of kings. The current is his uh, Twitter account. Is it – WCW Deep Cuts, or was that the one that got... That's the one that got pulled by a couple of teenagers pretending to be WWE. Okay, then uh, get the appropriate one, but uh, what is the appropriate one? It's Deep Cuts WCW. Perfect. They'll never never find that one. Nope. uh, (laughs) Until Twitter comes after him again, it's Tom Green. Tom, how are you? Not so bad. Uh, So, um, Joe and Adam, my first dislike is... Oh, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, sorry, wrong podcast. That's the wrong show. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's great to be on, Joe. Um, I've been, I've only been waiting 19 episodes to be on here. Um, passive aggressively liking all the tweets to be like, hey, Joe, remember me? Your old your old pal from YouTube. Uh, but yeah, it's it's this is the podcast I yell the most at when I listen to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like there was one time I was doing crunches at the gym because I'm a gym person now. That's weird. And uh, I like I, 18, 19, fucking Ultimate Warrior. Um, in the middle of the gym, I screamed that. I forgot what question it was, but I definitely did that because somebody did not know. But I, I do that in the car, in the gym, at work. If somebody doesn't get an answer right, I will scream out loud because I have no filter. Um, so I am glad to be able to do that to your faces today. Um, <laughs> and may the best person, human, uh, a competitor, um, a- any sort of ad- – ad- that's not an adjective. It's a noun. Um, I'm, I'm not going to win the English spelling bee either. So let's go to our next contestant, Joe. <laughs> well, thank you. That's taking over. Up next, you can find her on Twitter at Miss Erin Quinn. And someone in Texas right now who probably has better things to do than this show, but uh, she's here right now. It's Miss Erin Quinn. How are you doing? Which I mean, I mean that honestly. A lot of times I, I don't care when I ask, but I do actually do mean how are you doing? <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Joe. It's a pleasure to be on here after listening to your various projects for the better part of my 20s and 30s. Um, much like one of the shows that may come up today, there is no way out of Texas right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, unless you're going to Cancun. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, it's good. I'm having bad thoughts now. But I, I do hope that uh, Savio Vega shows up to save my town. Yeah, very excited to be here. These are two of the best shows of the year. Super Brawl could definitely be its own topic, an illustrious history. But I'm also happy to talk about the random February offerings from World Wrestling Federation slash entertainment. Excellent. All right. Moving on. Last, never least, a returning champion and a man who will sell you a bootleg copy of Men in Black if you ask him nicely. <laughs> Joe Sposto. Joe, how you doing? As part of my busy evening in recording this show, finding out if the wampa that Broski paid $250 for is yellow or off-white, recording my own show, watching Highlander for my other show, is rummaging through uh, bins in my basement to find that 24-year-old videotape I bought off a vendor in South Philly. Uh, so I've got a busy night ahead of me. Um, third time on, one time I did okay, didn't win. The other time I won... Uh, I have a feeling today is going to be somewhere toward the bottom half. I agree with Aaron. Super Brawl could have been its own topic because once you start getting into like 2002 to 2005 stuff, my mind gets real hazy. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Don't, don't <laughs> myself sure. I think a lot of this will come up. We'll see. It all blends together once it gets to a certain point. Once there's no competition, it's just like, I don't know. Did this happen in 2002 or 2012? Did this happen in 2011 or this Sunday live on the no longer award-winning World Wrestling Entertainment Network? Well, I had a whole show of Elimination Chamber questions, and people were just like, nope, don't remember any of them. I'm like, excellent. <laughs> Said i get this out by February. Super. All right. Let's look at a bunch of in-your-houses. Anyway, with that out of the way, we will dive right into five rounds of pulse-pounding trivia, starting with round one. It was a very good year. For this game, I'll give you an incident relating to Super Brawl, or the WWF offerings in February. You told me the year it took place, so if I said the first Super Brawl, you hopefully respond 1991. Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Are we ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Tom, you're up first. You get... WWF World Champ is not on a February pay-per-view. That is 99? Oh, it was 98. I'm sorry. That's the year Sean had his uh, back problem. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I was... <laughs> Go ahead and yell at me. <laughs> Someone in the gym is yelling at you right now. Uh-huh. So, uh... All right. Aaron, on to you. The NWO injects a lethal dose of poison into the WWF. That would be 2002. That is correct. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> All right, Joe, you get the first Super Brawl in February. Um, 1991. No, it was 1992. The first one was in May. Oh, come on. Listen to me. I stink. Oh. All right. <laughs> this is our returning champion, too. All right. Tom, back to you. You get the first three-hour WWF pay-per-view in a February. Would that be 99? No, that was 98 as well. That's Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, Aaron. You get the Smoky Mountain offer match on a Super Brawl. That was 1993. Is correct. All right, Joe. There is a WWF title match, and the first time it does not headline a February pay-per-view. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say 2003. Oh, sorry. It was 99. That was the year with the McMahon. Oh, the same. Yes. Of course, it's 99 now. 
<laughs> All right, Tom, you get the year the WCW title was not defended at Super Brawl. Would that be 93? That is correct. Yes! Not a title defense, the White Castle of Fear. All right, Aaron, the WWF title changes hands in a one-on-one match. First time that happens on a February pay-per-view. 1999. Oh, it was 2001, actually. Oh, right, that was a double. Never mind. Back to you. Final February show with the In Your House title. 98. No, it was 99. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre had the In Your House. The final show with the In Your House branding. Terrible. All right, Joe, I think we uh, need to swap our scripts here. (laughs) Yes. You have the wrong. uh, You have the first 40 pages. I have the back 40 pages. (laughs) All right, Tom. The first time the February pay-per-view was brand exclusive. It was a SmackDown brand exclusive show. 2004. Correct. Aaron, the first time the tag titles are defended on the main WWF show for a February pay-per-view. 2000? It's actually 97. There was a Bulldog Owen versus uh, Furnace and Lafon tag, ta- uh, tag title match. Oh, pay-per-views go back that far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. These two are very easy. I'm sorry. Your last two questions. But the first time the Cruiserweight title is defended at Super Brawl. 1996? Oh, it was 97. I'm sorry. All right. Tom, your final question. Thank goodness. Dustin oh. Rhodes was not on the Super Brawl card. You mean the first time, not, yeah, the first not all time. the years. Okay. Because <laughs> he wasn't there after a while. First time, um, 96. Is correct. Yes. All right, Aaron, your final question. Ric Flair wrestles on the Super Brawl card, but not in the world title match. 1994. No, it's actually 2000, amazingly. Oh, right. All right, Joe. Hulk Hogan's final Super Brawl match. 1999? Oh, it's 2000. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch, I tell you. So I have zero. <laughs> yes. Our scores, we have... Uh, the inner scoring. Tom has three points. Aaron has two. Joe has zero. So we will move on to round two. What's the stipulation? For this game, I give you a match from Super Brawl or a WF pay-per-view. You tell me the stipulation it was conducted under. So if I say Sting versus Vader from Super Brawl 3, you hopefully respond the White Castle of Fear. Uh, not looking if the match is for a title, just the un- unique conditions it was competed under. So everyone gets five questions. Correct answers worth one point apiece. Aaron, you're up first. Are you ready? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I am now ready. I am now okay, ready. that's good. All right, you have Eligante versus Sid Vicious from Super Brawl 1. A stretcher match. That is correct. All right, Joe, you get Tank Abbott versus Big Al from Super Brawl 10 or 2000. Okay, so this was called a skins match, but it was a leather jacket on a pole match. You are on the board. That is correct. All right, Tom, you get Cactus Jack versus Triple H in t- from uh, No Way Out in 2000. Uh, Hell in a Cell, title versus career. Okay, correct. All right, Aaron, back to you. Brian Pillman versus the Taskmaster from Super Brawl 6, 96. A respect strap match. 
As correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> All right, Joe, you get Brian Pillman versus Barry Windham from Super Brawl 1 in 91. A tape fist match? That's correct. All right, Tom, back to you. You get Regal, uh, William Regal versus Edge in 2002. Um, would that have been Brass Knucks on a Pole? That sure would have been. That's correct. Yes. Perfect so far. Aaron, you get Randy Savage versus Ric Flair in 96, Super Brawl 6. A steel cage match. Correct. Joe, you get X-Pac versus Kane from No Way Out 2000. Is it an I Quit match? Sorry, it was a no-holds-barred match. Ah, All right. All right, Tom, you get Cactus Jack versus Paul Orndorff from Super Brawl 3 in 93. Uh, Street Fight? That was false count anywhere. Uh, it's like one of those right. uh, those house, old house show polls. No, <laughs> no holds barred, Street Fighter, false count anywhere. Come on. All right, Aaron, back to you. You get Triple H versus Steve Austin in 2001. It was the three stages of hell match. That is correct. Joe, back to you. You get one of those pesky 2005 questions. It was JBL versus The Big Show from No Way Out 2005. Now, see, because of how weird this is, I'm pretty sure I know this. It was a barbed wire cage match. Oh, that is correct. Tom, you get Chris Benoit versus The Taskmaster from Super Bowl 7 in 97. Um, false count anywhere. Oh, it was a San Francisco death match. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I don't mean to laugh, but it's the same thing. It's just a stupid name change. Come on, who's who running that monkey show over there? Uh, whoever it is, I don't respect him, Booker Man. I was gonna say, you mean WCW or the show? Uh, let's say WCW. Okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, Aaron, your final match is Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko versus uh, Barry Windham and Kurt Henning from Super Bowl Nine in '99. A two out of three falls match. Oh, that's correct for a perfect round. All right, Joe, your final match is the Outsiders versus Conan and Ray from Super Bowl nine in '99. Uh mask versus hair. Whose hair? Uh, Liz's hair. Oh, that's correct. Come on, you think Big Kev's gonna give up those luscious locks? <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless it's for a pre-Marvel Cinematic Universe payday. Tom, your final match is Ric Flair versus Terry Funk from 2000. I quit. Oh, it's a Texas death match. <sighs> okay, that one I'll give you. Oh, my goodness. By way of San Francisco. After two rounds, we have Aaron in the lead with seven, Tom with five, Joe with four. With lots of game left to play. Time for one of my favorite games, List Them and Learn. So for this game, I'll give you a category. So everyone who did commentary for Super Brawl, we'll say a dozen people have. Player one will give a number of the commentators they can name, say eight. Then it switches to player two, who can either say they can name more or challenge. If they don't have to increase by one, you can name as many as you want. It goes back and forth until someone is challenged. At that point, you have to name the proper number of names. Do so, you get two points. Make any mistake, your opponent gets two points. Everyone gets two opportunities with a chance to go first and also challenge. Now, this game has a bit of a twist. Since we have two different shows to discuss, we have three categories. One is all WWF, one is all Super Brawl, the third is a mix. So, Joe, you and Tom are going first. You're in third place. You get to pick. Which category do you want to do? Let's say all WWF. All right, all WWF. So, from February pay-per-views from 96 to 05, 15 men were involved in a world title match. How many can you name? Let's start... 
It's say six. All right, six. So Tom, can you name more? Or do you challenge Joe? Uh, I will do seven. All right, we're up to seven. I'll say eight. Eight. Yeah, Joe, you can handle this. All right, got it. Eight. Got him, buddy. In a, world, in a world title match from February pay-per-views, ninety-six to five. Okay, so it we have uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. We got one. We have The Undertaker. That has two. Uh, we have Triple H. H gives you three. We have Cactus Jack. That gives you four. We have Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle gives you five. We have Chris Jericho. Jericho is six. We have The Rock. The Rock is seven. And we have JBL. And JBL gives you eight. You did that with ease. Do you want to try any more? Well, obviously, Big Show we have in there, right? Yes, Big Show. Uh, Batista's got to be in there somewhere. Batista's not in there, actually. Okay. Uh, Eddie Guerrero and Eddie? Brock Lesnar. Eddie gives you 10 and 11. And that's about all I'm going to be able to do without like really <laughs> wasting a lot of time. All right. So we also had Diesel in 96. He was the original. Uh, we had Steve Austin in 02. And Scott Steiner in uh, 2003. Scott Steiner. All right, but two points to Joe, so excellent job there. All right, we move on to Tom and Aaron. So, Tom, you get your pick. Do you want Super Brawl or a mix? Um, I have to do WCW. I'm the All WCW right, guy now, apparently. So. All right. So 15 individuals can say they competed in a world title match at Super Brawl. Now, it's what they considered a world title, I should note. How many can you name? Um, I'm going to, much like Joe, be conservative. I'm going to say seven. All right, seven. Aaron, how many do you choose? Can you do more or do you challenge? Ten. Ten? Wow. <laughs> That's a challenge. Oh, go, yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right, good. let's have ten names in a world title match. Ric Flair. Ric Flair gives you one. Tetsumi Fujinami. That gives you two. Sting. Stinger gives you three. Lex Luger. Luger gives you four. Vader. Vader gives you five. You're halfway there. Hogan. Hogan gives you six. Randy Savage. Gives you seven. Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper gives you eight. We need two more. Sting. Uh, You said Sting already. Okay, no problem. Sid Vicious. Sid gives you nine. Jeff Jarrett. And Jeff Sherrick gives you 10. Oh, good job, good job. Yeah. Any guesses on the... Uh, uh, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner is from Revenge. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, also Revenge. Scott Hall. Scott Hall, Super Bowl 10. There are uh, two names missing. No, what's the last two? I have. It is Barry Windham and the Great Muda for the NWA oh. for all three. All right, so we have... Aaron and Joe going now. So question three. This one's a mix, so got to think hard. 21 wrestlers can say they were involved in either or a U.S. title match at Super Brawl or an IC title match on a February WWF show before 2005. How many can you name, Aaron? Of 21. Out of 21? Uh, yep. 12. 12. All right, Joe. Go for it. Oof, 12. All right, 12 okay. names. Uh, from Super Brawl and... In your house. Yep. Uh, Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat gives you one. 
Rick Rude. Rude gives you two. Oh, um, One Man Gang. One Man Gang gives you three. I didn't think that would come up. <laughs> Conan. Conan gives you four. Jeff Jarrett. I'm sorry, that is he is not on the list. Blasted Jarrett. You might be thinking of his NWA North American title match at, uh, in your against house, Bradshaw, uh, right? Against Bradshaw is correct. Mm-hmm. How could I forget that? But other names we had Chris Benoit who did both, uh, Chris Jericho also both, DDP, Dustin Rhodes a couple times, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Kurt Angle in 2000. Uh, Ken Shamrock in 99, Max Payne in 93, Rick Steiner, the uh, Rocky Maivia, I guess, in 97, Roddy Piper and Scott Hall, both in 99, Triple H in 97, Val Venus in 99, William Regal in 2002, and I think X-Pac in 01. So mm-hmm. the challenge gives four points to Joe. And after three rounds, we have Aaron still in the lead with nine. Joe's jumped up two. I jumped up a spot to eight with eight, and Tom is five with a 50-man game left to go. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from Arena Club. Com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy slab packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and, and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards and yeah you can open it and look it's going to be junk you're you you know what i mean like you know what you're probably going to get in those maybe you find that fun and sometimes i do sometimes i like just opening up cards and saying hey look at some random cards whatever but if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs and it ends up being you know almost nothing you know nothing of value not with arena club you can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading, so you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash VOWnet. Arenaclub.com slash VOWnet for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. 
And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. All right, still anyone's game. All right, we have round four, common opponents. So this game, I'll give you two wrestlers. You tell me who wrestled both of them at either a WF February show or Super Brawl. So if I say Tatsumi Fujinami and Vader at Super Brawl, you'd hopefully respond Ric Flair. Names I give you may or may not be in chronological order. Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers worth one point apiece. Joe, you're up first. Are you ready? I got I got confidence back. Let's okay, go. Okay, all right. Your two names for the WWF shows are Duke Drosy and The Rock. Uh, that would be uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. That is correct. All right, Tom, for WCW, you get Perry Saturn and Juventud Guerrera. Uh, that would be Y2 COVID Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho is correct. All right, Aaron, for Super Brawl, you get Jimmy Garvin and Diamond Dallas Page. Johnny B. Bad is correct. All right, Joe, you get Jushin Liger and Kevin Sullivan at obviously WCW pay per view. That would be Brian Pillman. Lion Brian is correct. Tom, back to you. You have Kurt Angle and Scott Steiner in the WWF. That would be Triple uh, H. Correct. All right, Aaron, you have William Regal and Bobby Eaton at Super Brawl. Arn Anderson. Correct. Everyone perfect so far. Okay, Joe, for WWF, you get Triple H and The Rock. Kurt Angle? You know what? That actually is correct. I'm gonna, I was thinking Mick Foley, <laughs> but uh, Kurt Angle is correct, so you get credit for that. All right, Tom, you get The Rock and Luther Reigns. Big Show? Oh, was The Undertaker. Come on. <laughs> the race versus The Undertaker is a match that happened on pay-per-view. All right, Aaron. <laughs> For the WWF, you get X-Pac and Vader. Kane. Oh, it's got to be Kane. All right, Joe, back to you. For WCW, you get Terry Taylor and Chris Benoit. DDP? Is correct. All right, Tom, back to you. You get Jeff Jarrett in the Big Show in the WWF. Who the fuck did Jeff Jarrett... I'm sorry for cursing, but who the hell did Jeff Jarrett wrestle? Oh, my gosh. Um, um, I'm going to guess um, Joe Sposto. I don't know. <laughs> Joe, don't oh. say it. What's that? Don't say it, because we said it on the show. I, Tom, we said it on the show. We just talked about how JVL wrestled Jeff Jarrett for the North American title. and also Oh, my goodness. Listen, my short-term memory is bad too, but like I'm like hyper-focused on exactly what we're doing here today, you know. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you get Al Snow and Rhino for WWF. Bob Holly. Oh, that's correct. All right, Joe, back to you. You have Midian and Taz in the WWF. Big Boss Man. Oh, he got that. I can't believe it. Perfect round. All right, Tom, you get Dustin Rhodes and Marcus Bagwell. I am the person that I yell at in the gym because I should know this and I don't. Oh my goodness, who the hell did Marcus Bagwell wrestle? Uh, um, uh, Terry Taylor. That's correct. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How, why the hell does Terry Taylor have so many goddamn Super Bowl <laughs> matches? Because he's really good. Oh come on now. Uh, <laughs> don't don't get cocky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, your final. Actually, you get a tag team of the Steiners yes. and Harlem Heat. Sting and Luger? That is correct. 
Oof. Good job. So, Good job. Thank you. So the way my brain works, the first team I thought of was Thunder and Lightning, even though that is literally the worst answer possible. <laughs> well, one of them was kind of Sting. That's true. All right. So at the end of four rounds, we have Aaron still in the lead with 14, Joe with 13, Tom with eight. We head to our final round, the sprint, in which I will ask each of you individually 10 fill-in-the-blank questions in a row. Correct answers worth one point apiece. We do not pass, so just do your best. Now, Tom, you are currently in third place, but good news for you is you have your choice. We have 10 questions about Super Brawl, 10 about the WWF, and 10 that are a mix. So you get to pick. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Super Brawl. All right, Super Brawl. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Uh, Big Al and Tank Abbott's uh, skins match famously ended when blank. Uh, Tank Abbott threatened to murder him with a knife. Correct. <laughs> blank. <laughs> blank interfered in the Sting Luger versus Steiner's match in 1991. Uh, Nikita Koloff. Correct. Blank ran down to replace Brian Pillman in the strap match in 1996. That would be Arn Anderson and his little Dutch boy uh, shorts. Correct. Jimmy Garvin replaced Blank in 1993. Would uh, that be Dude, Dude, Dude himself? Oh, Michael Hayes? Michael Hayes is correct. Brad Armstrong debuted as Blank at Super Brawl 1. Uh, that would be Spider No Arachna Man. No, it's actually Bad Street. What? Oh, 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 come on. At least it wasn't the goddamn Candyman. <laughs> uh, Blank turned heel and joined the NWO at Super Brawl 8 in 1998. Uh, that would be... Uh, I, I, I do holler when I hear him. That would be Scott Steiner. Correct. All right. Blank turned heel and joined the NWO at Super Brawl 9 in 1999. Uh, Disco Inferno? No, it's David Flair. <laughs> he did? <laughs> Apparently... <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. When Jeff Jarrett beat Mongo at Super Brawl in 1997, he was allowed to blank. <laughs> blank who? Um, join the Horsemen. Correct. After defeating Bunkhouse Bunk uh, Buck Super Brawl Five, Jim Duggan was attacked by Blank. Uh, Ming. Not Monster Ming is correct. Last question. Blank was a special guest ref for the Flair Vader Thunder Cage match at Super Brawl Four. The Super Shockmaster. No, it was the, the boss. The big so boss. what did this... I thought the Super Shockmaster was involved somehow. I mean, I'm not doubting you. I'm just... The, the TV leading up to it was heavily intimating that that's who it was going to be, but then, like, by the time they got to it, they just swapped it over to the boss. With, like, uh, no explanation. Sure. Screw, screw you, Bill Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Tom, you had... Let's see. Seven... Correct answers. You are now at 15 points. You are in the lead. For, what, two minutes? Well, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe everyone's internet goes out. We'll see. Yes. All right. Joe, you are in... You're currently in second place, so you get to choose. Do you want a mix, or do you want WWF? Let's go with a mix. Oh, go with a mix. How about that? Oh, no. Brett beat Diesel in the 96 cage match when blank. Undertaker came up through the ring? Correct. Blank made his debut in the main event of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Paul White? Correct. Blank famously sandbagged Alex Wright in 95 and got fired. Paul Roma? Correct. Blank replaced Shawn Michaels at No Way Out 98. 
uh, one third of Off the Hop Ropes uh, podcast, Troy's favorite wrestler, Savio Vega. Correct. Kevin Nash wrestled as Blank at the first Super Brawl. Oz. Correct. Blank turned heel and joined the NWO at Super Brawl 7. Macho Man Randy Savage. Correct. No Way Out 2003 took place in the city in the uh, city of Blank. Its first pay-per-view in six years. Oh, three. Oh, three. San Francisco? Oh, it was Montreal. Ugh. Uh, Blank turned heel on Randy Savage at Super Brawl 6 in 96. Miss Elizabeth? Correct. Stephen Richards beat Jerry Lawler in 2001 when Blank accidentally hit the king. The cat? Cat is correct. Final question. When beating Diamond Dallas Page at Super Brawl 6, Johnny B. Bad also won Blank. Uh, Kimberly. And something else. Uh, the TV title? No, it was the rest of Diamond Dallas Page's lottery money. Ugh, his lottery money. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have eight. <laughs> Correct, giving you 21. Aaron, you have a mix. You need seven to tie, eight to win. You just have the WWF, actually. Oh, I'm absolutely doomed. But I also think it was Dallas Page's bingo money. Well, there was money involved. I thought it was it, it, you, Aaron, you are correct. It is bingo money, which makes it even better. Thank you. And I then, would not sleep tonight. <laughs> and they also advertise it as being like $13 million, and then one week they announced DDP spent half of it, even though it wasn't actually real money. <laughs> Good God. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. This right. is terrifying <laughs> I, i've waited my whole life for this so okay I'm wow all right here we go the cactus jack triple h hell in a cell match ended when blank mick fell through the cell got back up ate a yeah, pedigree was, and was defeated fell, fell <laughs> eddie guerrero beat brock lesnar for the title after blank interfered bill goldberg correct no way out 2000 was the last match for a while for tag team blank the new age outlaws correct Rock Mankind went to a drawer in 1999 when blank. They hit each other with steel chairs and were both counted out. Correct. The third fall of the three stages of Hell match in 2001 was a blank. A steel cage match. Correct. Blank was a special ref for the Triple H Kurt Angle number one contenders match in 2002. Oh, no idea. Um, the Blue Meanie. No, it was Steph. Stephanie McMahon. Oh, okay. Well, should have been the meanie. <laughs> the first No Way Out's full title was In Your House, No Way Out blank. No Way Out of Texas. Correct. No Way Out 2004 took place at the famous building blank. Oh, I no idea. The uh, uh, Cow Palace. That's correct. Oh. <laughs> the Hardcore Harley L. Snow Hardcore match in 1999 found them fighting on the banks of the blank. The Mississippi River. Correct. And finally, Blank was the ref for Rock Hogan in 2003. Was it Sylvan Granier? That is correct. How did anyone know that? So you had nine correct answers. That gives you 23. You are the winner of today's five-star match game. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Eric, great. congratulations. Thank you. What a run. Yeah. Yeah, we would have given it to you anyway because, you know, Blizzard and everything. I don't, but... I don't take those kind of... I want to thank my trainer, my mom and dad, I want to thank Man Above. Help me get to this point. Thank you. What? What a win. What a win that was. But 
As always, I keep a tiebreaker. Oh. So, Joe and uh, Tom, if you want to battle it out for second place, I can play you the tiebreaker. Well, even though I do have yeah. more points than Tom, we'll settle it this way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Very magnanimous of you. All right. Between these 21 shows, how many main show matches took place? If you want to DM me on Twitter. And DM or... you privately, not the uh, group. Not the group. Probably. No, don't pull a nail. Oh, okay. and, uh, uh, Tom guessed 230. Oh, actually, uh, no, I guessed <laughs> 207. Joe mm-hmm. guessed 235. The correct number is 171. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you came the closest. Oh, it's a it's a Christmas miracle. Yes, a couple of those were two hour no right. uh, your house shows. But also some of those were like the early WWE pay-per-views where they would have 16 matches in yes. two hours. Sometimes there were many, many matches, but uh Yes, Tom, you got the tiebreaker correct, so you can hold your head up high. I will. Okay, so, Aaron, you are the winner, so anything you want to plug, go ahead. Um, yeah, thank you so much. First, Joe, thank you for having me on. Um, thank you, Tom and Joe, for it's so nice to talk to people that I listen to frequently. Um, of course, my Twitter is at Miss Aaron Quinn. That's M-S. That's all I do on the internet, so if you really like wrestling or the furry fandom or my cats, great place. So I guess I'll give a shout-out to my friends over at Everything Evolves on the Voices of Wrestling podcast network, except it's now Everything Elite. They're going to—okay. Well, listen to that podcast about all elite wrestling and subscribe to the Patreon. I don't, I don't need the, them being plugged. They get, they get plenty of— Love around. I, That's okay. I won't edit that out. I, I help my friends. Joe, what do you have going on these days? I don't know. You know, donate to the Trevor Project. Don't worry about me. I don't need nothing. Um, I know today's kind of the push for it. Um, with as we record this being uh, Larry Sweeney's birthday. Um, Karen uh, is doing the fundraiser. Of course, she's already meet her met her goal of a thousand dollars. But uh, I'm just trying to find where her actual link is so I could say, you know what I mean? I apologize. That's I'm a, quite all right. I'm a, I'm a bad uh, uh, whatever. Uh, I have it in my I have it in my show notes for my other stupid podcast that I'm doing tonight. Don't worry about the other stuff. I'm, I'm sure doing. Adam is, feels great hearing you call it a stupid podcast. Uh, he knows it's stupid. He's wasting his money online. <laughs> Um, but if you go to afsp.donordrive.com and just search Karen Van De Hend, Karen V-A-N-D-E-N-H-E-N-D, and uh, donate. She's doing the uh, Out of the Darkness walk in Chicago. I'm not really sure when that's happening, uh, but that's to go toward their goal to uh, fight suicide and support folks, uh, you know, combat whatever sort of uh, – Issues that may be resulting in those sort of things. So check that out. Donate um, however much you can or at least spread the word of that. All right. Very good. And Tom, what are you up to these days? Besides um, uh, Mike Rapata worldwide matches. Oh, they're the best. He won a match. I didn't know that. He apparently won a match once. Um, Bert must have been in charge that day. Um, oh, oh. 
So, um, yeah, as was mentioned before, um, I, I run a WCW B and C show GIF account now uh, at Deep Cuts WCW on Twitter, if that's your thing. Um, it's apparently DDP's thing. He, like, favorites and retweets everything I do now. So, um, not, Dal- Dally and I are friends. So, um, other than when I'm, sh- I'm shaming dead people for botching spots and then he <laughs> makes me feel horrible. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I used to have like 10,000 followers and then Twitter took me down, humbled me. Um, but we're building it back up. Um, my personal Twitter is at not that Tom Green. Um, I'm not really that fun on there anymore other than my uh, my my kids' antics, uh, especially me revealing that uh, my son Noli calls Don Callis Kenny Omega's old man. Um <laughs> People loved that yesterday. Um, go support the Trevor Project, as was mentioned. Uh, again, the big gay giveaway will be done by this point, but still keep supporting them. Uh, to support Together We Rise. It's a nonprofit uh, benefiting children that are, that are in foster care, uh, something near and dear to my heart. Um, go listen to Ad Odds with Wrestling, because whenever WWE stops running pay-per-views, they'll cover a Chikara show where I did commentary. Um, and I will go ahead and say Adam Van Special, so you guys can edit it on to the <laughs> IWTV copy of that show. So Adam can be thrilled at whatever uh, you deem to be the Adam Van Special. Um, other than that, I am doing absolutely nothing other than uh losing weight so if that's if that's something anybody's interested in i will uh go get an only fans and uh i have good legs now it's great wow all right and on that note let me say the five star match game is a proud member of the voices of wrestling podcasting network follow us on twitter at five star match game with the number five email us at five star match game at gmail.com with five spelled out for some reason you can make a one-time donation to the show by clicking the donate button at redcircle.com slash five dash star dash dash match dash game. I always mess that up. Our logo is designed by Rich Krejci, and the show may be edited for entertainment purposes. That's going to do it. We'll be back in April with something. I don't know what, but uh, until then, take care. Stay safe. Thanks for listening.